Hey everybody, it's Chico Alexander here, and this is an It Was a Thing on TV instant reaction. I just took my sister to go see the Super Mario Brothers movie, which just came out this past weekend. We've been looking forward to it all... God, I don't even remember the, um, the day when the first trailer dropped. It was a long time ago. It was a long time ago, she says. It was Koopa versus the Penguin Army, which if you remember Super Mario 64, you've seen the Penguin Army. You've seen what they're all about. So there is your first Easter egg. And then the second trailer dropped, and it was the Super Mario Brothers plumbing commercial featuring the plumber's rap written and performed by two people who have scored your entire childhood and you probably don't know about, Haim Saban and Shuki Levy. So, if you've seen those two trailers, you've seen the first five minutes of the movie. But it's so much more than just those five minutes. This is sort of the origin story of how Mario and Luigi wound up in the Mushroom Kingdom, where they meet Princess Peach, the Toads, and King Bowser Koopa. And if you've played all of the games, then you probably know what the basic storyline is. Bowser wants to kidnap Peach, make him a proper Koopa by marrying Princess Peach, and it's up to Mario and Luigi to put the kibosh on his plans. Now, a lot of critics have just been giving this sort of a meh sort of rating. Uh, one critic that I frequently listen to, Lamar, the People's Movie Critic, which you can hear on the Bob and Sherry show if you get that radio show in your market. He said, and this is something I just heard the other day, if you gave me the choice between watching this movie and shoving a sharp stick into my eye, I'd have a question for you. Let me take a good look at that stick. But this is one time where I have to disagree with him because I went in as a guy who has spent his entire life playing Nintendo. I grew up in front of an NES. I remember my first NES when I got it from Christmas of 1986. It was a really good Christmas. I remember marathoning Super Mario Brothers with my two siblings, and all three of us managed to complete it at one time or another. I was the last one to do it, so I'm kind of proud of myself. But here's the thing. Okay, so, in order to understand this film, you have to not just play one game. You can't just play Super Mario Brothers and say, I know about all this film. No, you have to play the entire battery of Mario games. And if you don't have time to go through all of it, there is a video on YouTube. Including the... In including 
Super Mario Brothers 3D World, Super Mario 3D Land, Super Mario World. Including the tabletop Mario Brothers game. So, here's the thing. Every Game Boy game. Every Game Boy game. One, two, and three. Well, not three. You can skip three because Mario's not even in Super Mario Land 3. Paper Mario. Paper Mario, you can do that. So, if you don't have time for all of that, there is actually a video on YouTube by Triple Jump, which is a really good follow if you've ever wondered what three Britons think about video games. That's a really good follow, but they have a video out. Every Mario game ranked from worst to best. As if there could be a bad one, but then again... There is a bad one. And even if you do not have time to play the entire glut of Super Mario Brothers games, you can listen and watch that video and you can see everything that's going on here. So, just to go over the brass tacks and, and as, as far as plot is concerned, Mario and Luigi are two struggling plumbers living with this really big Italian family in Brooklyn. One day they're get they get a call out to I want to say it's uh Queens High Rise cuz remember they they work in both Brooklyn and Queens. It's probably uh, the uh, Upper East Side. Upper Okay, so it's probably the Upper East Side. They go to a high rise to fix a drip and they end up in a scuffle with a dog, with a dog tear, up the tear up the bathroom, and wonder what's this all about. So the next day, they come face to face with a problem that, that is threatening all of Brooklyn. The mother of all leaks is threatening all of Brooklyn, so Mario and Luigi head down to the sewers in order to investigate it, and meanwhile, they come face to face with a with a secret pipe. A secret set of pipes. But one pipe just goes out of place, and it sucks the brothers into an alternate dimension. It is the Mushroom Kingdom where Mario meets Toad for the first time. They venture out into the world in order to seek out counsel with Princess Peach. Princess Peach is locked in a bitter rivalry bordering on skirmish with King Bowser Koopa, who manages to find Luigi because they're separated in this sort of warp zone. And it's up to Princess Peach to teach Mario. By the way, warp zone is another Easter egg. Warp zone is another Easter egg, warp yes. Yes. So it's up to Princess Peach to teach Mario about the secret of the power-ups in order to defeat Bowser, save his brother, and, at the end of the day, save Brooklyn. But, how they go about doing it, you're just going to have to watch the movie. It is rated PG for madcap violence. 
It's written by Matthew Fogel, who has written a lot of this sort of movie, because this is an Illumination Universal. The the people who made, um, the people who made, in the people who made the uh, Minion series and uh, Despicable Me. Matthew Fogel actually wrote Minions: The Rise of Gru and the Lego Movie Two, the second part. So he knows a thing or two about writing this sort of film, and the directors are two people who you either love or hate. The directors are Aaron Horvath and Michael Jelinek, who are the creators of Teen Titans Go!, which is a TV show that you either love or hate. Or you hate, or if you're like me, you hate watch it. So, <laughs> it stars Chris Pratt as Mario, obviously, and Charlie Day... At, from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He voices Luigi. Princess Peach is voiced by Anya Taylor-Joy from The Queen's Gambit, among other things. King Bowser Koopa is voiced by Jack Black. He does get a chance to show off his vocal chops because aside from being an actor, he's also one half of Tenacious D, but you know that. Other people in this film include... Jessica DeChico as Mario's mom. Charles Martinet, who voices Mario and Luigi in the video games. He plays Mario's dad. Uncle Tony, played by Reno Romano, who was the second voice of Tuxedo Mask in the English dub of Sailor Moon. Uh, Sebastian Maniscalco plays Spike, who is just a guy who used to employ Mario and Luigi. And then we have, as Toad, Keegan-Michael Key. Keegan-Michael Key most recently was in Reboot on Hulu, but he is one of those guys who has done damn near just about everything. And then we have, like, I'm not going to say they're cameos, because they're actually quite pivotal to the plot, the Kong Kingdom. And chief among them are... Cranky Kong, voiced by Fred Armisen from SNL, and Donkey Kong, Cranky Kong's son, voiced by Seth Rogen. Among the cameos is Diddy Kong, but it doesn't tell me who voices Diddy Kong, only that he is there. He, another person who is there is Dixie Kong, and that is... And that's going to lead me into a whole lot of Easter eggs that... You know, if you are a casual game fan, if you are a casual Nintendo player, you'll point out a few of those things. But if you're a real one, if you are a hardcore, to-the-bone Mario fanatic, you will notice a whole lot more. So I'm just going to go over a few of them. I'm going to try and keep the spoilers to a minimum because I really want you to go out and see this movie because it is a really good movie. Okay, so the first one, obviously, the plumbing commercial with the Mario Brothers theme music as scored by Haim Saban and Shuki Levy. The brand of piano Bowser plays is called the Ludwig von Koopa, who is one of the seven Koopalings in Super Mario Bros. 3. The pizzeria where Mario and Luigi eat pizza with Spike 
who is a member of the Wrecking Crew, wink, wink, is called Punch-Out Pizzeria. And there are a whole lot of in-jokes, a whole lot of posters relating to that video game franchise. And on the, sc and on the screen, you see sort of a New York One report where Mayor Pauline of New Donk City, I guess she's the mayor of New York City in this movie because she's re-elected to another term. And indeed, she is making an appearance somewhere in the film. Also making an appearance is the original voice of, P of Princess Peach in the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, Jeannie Elias, who is just a lady of a thousand voices there. When Mario's phone rings, his ringtone is actually the startup jingle from the Nintendo GameCube. So, I thought that was pretty cool. Mario and Luigi had to run to their first job. And the way it is staged, the way this run is staged, it's staged like a classic platformer, side-scrolling action, and all. What else is there? Oh, in the in the uh, actual commercial for Super Mario Brothers Plumbing, you see Mario and Luigi in capes, bright yellow capes. That's from Super Mario World. And in Punch Out Pizzeria, you see a guy named Giuseppe, who is playing a game called Jumpman that looks a whole lot like Donkey Kong. And the and Giuseppe, I'm gonna say his name is Giuseppe. He looks a whole lot like the Mario character from Donkey Kong that appeared in previous entry Saturday Supercade. Okay, what else is there? Okay, the fire game and watch game, a truck that passes that the brothers pass in the whole run to the job. It's a truck from Fire, which was one of the more famous Game & Watch titles. And then we have uh, clients that have a glass vase shaped like Pikmin. And they also have a Super Mario Galaxy book. And Mario is seen playing Kid Icarus from what it looks like uh, Underworld World 2 when... Oh, wait, no, it's not. It's the Underworld Palace is what it is. And at the end of Mario and Luigi's run, they slide down a pole to Castle Burger. So that was, that was, a, that was a bit of a chuckle. And another Duck Hunt Easter egg, aside from the dog in the posh apartment, is a French restaurant called Chasse au Canard. And their mascot is a green-headed duck. And if you are familiar with French, Chasseau Canard is French for duck hunt. And when they're in the sewer, they pass a sign that says Level 1-2. This is sort of a double Easter egg because not only does it refer to an underground 
place as level 1-2. It's also done in the style of the original Nintendo Playing Card Company plaque. And speaking of the original Nintendo Playing Card Company, you can see a billboard advertising Lucky Playing Cards, which is one of the uh, original Nintendo playing cards, not the Hanafuda cards from over 100 years ago, but your modern four-suit deck of playing cards. So there's that. And there's also a balloon fighter and a sign for something called Discun Hardware Store. And if you know what Discun is, you're going to appreciate that. Discun is actually the mascot for the Famicom Disk System. There's also a Blizzard Pop mascot, and Blizzard Pop is actually a polar bear from the Ice Climbers. So, yeah, there is a whole lot to keep an eye on, aside from the obvious, and you want to also keep an ear out for some familiar video game cues, not just the sound effects like the bling or the blue but also the familiar scores of Koji Kondo, who actually helped score this film. So, again, the, the movie itself is rated PG for cartoonish violence, and it runs a it runs about one hour thirty-two minutes, and pretty much tells the entire story of the animosity between the Mario Brothers and the Koopa Kingdom. So, again, ignore the critics, ignore the doubters, ignore the shatters. This is not a movie for people who like movies. This is a movie for people who grew up playing these video games and just, you are going to be in for a treat. So, hang on to your seats. Prepare for adventure and remarkable feats. You'll meet Koopas, Troopas, the Princess of the Others. Hanging with the brothers, you'll be hooked on the plumbers. And that is my instant reaction for the Super Mario Brothers movie. Don't forget, if you want to hear more of these instant reactions, drop us a line at itwasathingontv.com. You're on all social media at It Was A Thing On TV, except for Facebook, because apparently Bowser Cooper runs it. So we are at It Was A Thing On TV podcast there. I'm Chico Alexander. This has been an instant reaction for the Super Mario Brothers movie, and we'll see you with more things on TV real soon. I'm waiting for Greg to rower me out, and he's not here, so I'm going to have to.